what we do here is go back, 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 back. Yeah, good mate. Thanks for having me. We went the hardest in the, the celebrations. Can't say myself, can I? Uh, <laughs> you sort of almost got to tell yourself that you're a, you're a big game player or a mm. big finals player. So somehow I thought, well, just because I play well as a 13 year, I'd have to play well in the grand final. Me, me and Cogs are um, a couple of good WA boys, and we, we do get a bit affectionate with each other, always giving each other kisses and stuff. <laughs> nah, not really. Just bit, you know, a manly kiss yeah. on the cheek every now and then. Ah uh, yes, g'day guys, welcome back to the Bray and Ethan podcast episode 106 and it's all of course powered by Skinbro for 2023 and Hatlocker, you can use code Bray and Ethan 20 for 20% off across both stores online and just remember that and is the and symbol. 10 days to go to Christmas exactly. at the time get of recording. Local so WA businesses, they deliver quickly. Christmas presents galore yep. now. We said with Caitlin in the last episode it was five days until the AFLW draft. And now it's three as we speak. Yep. Another exciting prospect from the mighty Swan Districts Football Club. Your neck of the woods, bro. Yep. The good neck of the woods. Jamie Henry's here. Jamie, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you? We are well. Last episode of the year, most likely. So appreciate Probably. you coming in. Yeah, Such Merry, a busy Merry, time. Merry Christmas to all the listeners, yep. I would say. <laughs> yep. I was going to leave that to the end, but <laughs> why not now? Yeah, as well? we, can, we can get it through. We can get it through to the end. But... Just one weekend to go. How's, I guess, the feeling heading into Monday? Yeah, I guess the nerves are up. I feel like I haven't slept in probably two weeks properly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's getting pretty close. But, yeah, no, super excited. Have you got any plans for Monday night? Um, I have, I'm yet to send invites out to my friends. I'm still <laughs> a bit nervous, so I haven't really thought too much about it. But, yeah, would probably just have some friends and family over. Anything planned for the weekend to get your mind off it, if you can get some sleep? Um, well, I've got footy training tomorrow morning, and then I yeah. think some of my mates and I are going to head over to Rotto just to, you know, enjoy the weekend and try not think too much about it. Good weather as well, I think. Yeah. yeah so now, a bit of athletics growing up, but footy-wise, Upper Swan is where you played with the boys right up until the teenage years. Uh, how do you feel like that helped you in the long run? Yeah, so I played pretty much Auskick all the way to year nine with the boys. I was pretty much the only girl, so I think that made a massive um, impact on my career then going into, you know, playing Swannies with the girls because, you know, obviously boys are a lot rougher and tougher, but I feel like I, you know, didn't look too out of part with the boys because they were all pretty, pretty skinny, so. <laughs> and, and, don't, and let's be real, I believe you would have won a couple of best and fairest as well with the boys. Yes, I did, but to be honest, I think it's because all the boys hadn't <laughs> hit puberty yet, so they were all just pretty much like this and like this. So, yeah, it was pretty easy for me. I remember Caitlin said that uh, it's something she kind of wishes she had grown up yeah. like to play with the boys. So Yeah, no, it was really good, actually. Yeah. Well, your mum, who's involved with footy a lot, working at the WAFC, and your stepdad, who is a legend in umpiring, Ethan, Ethan wrote that down as well. Oh, well, let's not <laughs> move around the bush. I mean, um, it's almost a fact, isn't it? But Dean obviously got your brother, Sean, into umpiring ages ago. Has he ever got you into umpiring? Um, I had umpired a few PFL, like, C5 division um, for the Basso girls. So, yeah, I think I was their umpire for, like, a season. And, yeah, it was pretty pretty much a walk in the park. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was <laughs> I did cop a little bit of abuse. But, yeah, yep. no. I guess if you're a respected player down there, that probably... In uh, women's circles, that probably helps. But what's their influence been like on you? Yeah, I guess, like, obviously, like, Dean and Mum, like, getting me into umpiring as well kind of opened up that perspective of, you know, as a player, you've got to respect the umpires as well. And I think that's why, like, in the Waffle, I don't think I've ever spoken back to an umpire because, yeah. you know, it's a hard job and not a Dane's lot of people want to do it. No, literally. 
I think yeah. I get a, a cheeky few free kicks from them. They just <laughs> <laughs> want to get in the good books of the boss. Yeah. <laughs> now, I waffled WW at 15 for Swannies uh, and then finished third in the BNF just a year later. Can you remember how you were feeling when you were thrown into senior footy at such a young age? Yeah, I think it was a bit of a step up, obviously going from like year nine footy with the boys. Um, I didn't really expect to get into the league side straight away. It was something that I was hoping to just continue to work on for a couple of years. But yeah, I was super fortunate to get in. And I think that same year we made it to the grand final, which was like unreal for me. So yeah. Now you tasted a bit of state school footy, but coming into the state 18s, what was that transition like? Because obviously you do a lot of op- more off-field stuff in the state 18s with camps and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. I think we had a camp down south as well. And I think that, you know, really helped with all the connections in the team because obviously we all come from different waffle clubs. So I think that was definitely needed. And yeah, I guess the transition from Waffle W as well, you know, kind of just training a couple times a week and then going to a state program where it's like gym sessions, you know, conditioning sessions and stuff. It kind of takes that to that next level. But I guess it's really good because it prepares us for, you know, the AFLW if that's where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more resources as well. Yeah. Um, Last season was pretty good for you. Ended with a cork injury, I believe. Uh, How was coming back from that to find out you were in the AFLW Academy? Yeah, I think, to be honest, it was something that I didn't expect. Obviously, copying that in the last game of last season, um, it was a hard recovery. Obviously, I thought it would be something that would go away in the off-season, but it kind of stuck around this year, making it kind of, I guess, that little bit extra difficult to just play my best footy this year. So, But, yeah, being able to still um, be selected in the National Academy was unreal, and I'm really grateful I got to experience that. The stuffy, uh, I guess, conditions under Marvel. Very, very... (laughs) Muggy. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised the AFLW don't play in there though yet. So yeah. you like it? Yeah, no, yeah. it was good. It was pretty like I've seen photos and like in your locker room you had like your, f- yeah, your like faces, faces and name up. on the locker. I know when we walked in, I was like, <laughs> pinch me, like yeah, professional. Well, yeah, it's pre- preparing. That's for sure. How did you rate? I guess 2023 with that, and also I guess the champs and Swans, just the whole thing around. Yeah, I think, to be honest, the whole year was just overall a learning curve, like trying to deal with my first major injury um, and then obviously playing my best footy to hopefully put myself up to um, get drafted, which was a bit of a struggle. But, yeah, overall, like my fitness, it was hard to get back into it after the injury. But I guess just controlling what you can control. And, you know, if I couldn't run, then I've got to get on the bike or I've got to do a swimming session or something, just kind of trying to continue to, you know, keep moving forward. But, yeah. Well, you're in the leadership group at Swans this year, which was uh, probably a big achievement considering how young you are in that squad. So vice-captain, uh, well, sorry, in the leadership group at Swans and vice-captain of the state 18 squad as well. So how has the leadership, I guess, changed your confidence throughout the year? Yeah, definitely. I guess if I started, you know, if I did this interview with you guys at the start of the year, I'd probably be sitting here a little bit nervous and not too sure what to say. But I definitely think that's had a major impact on me as a player as well. Um, on and off the field I kind of I like to listen a lot more and obviously not just as a leader you don't just want to be like do this do that it's really important to like listen and I always said to the state girls like you know you don't need a title to be a leader so yeah, yeah sure. any motivational speeches or anything to pump up players before games or do you let your footy do the talking mostly oh look to be honest I'm kind of the one that says the motivational speeches and then we've got Andrew <laughs> our captain she kind of you know throws a few, few swear words into it to get <laughs> everyone going but yeah no I'm kind of just sit back and chill out and you know give give everyone a rev up but yeah. <laughs> did you get to captain a game at all um I think Andrew and I kind of just shared the role like together yeah pretty much we just go yeah. up and do the toss together just 
you know? Yeah. You get your right? Yeah, obviously. Good. Obviously. <laughs> I never lose the tosses. <laughs> we like that. Heads or tails? Tails. Or just tails. tails. Really? Yeah. Tails, never be tails never fails. Well, we had, I played two cricket games on the weekend and the toss was both heads and our captain got it right both times. So mm. it's a bit of a head sort of. You're not captain? No, I'm definitely not the captain. <laughs> Too much responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, because your name has been mentioned for the draft for probably a couple of years at least, how have you dealt with embracing the media talk, but also blocking out the noise when you have to? Yeah, I guess you see a few articles and obviously not all the time there's something that you want to read or something that, you know, as a teenager you should be reading. But I think it's really important to kind of just block it all out, as Georgie said as well, like just stay humble and, you know, don't get complacent. At the end of the day, we're here to play footy. We're not here to, you know, be celebrities yeah. in the media. So, yeah. yeah. Unless you've uh, got a, a raging TikTok Raging account, TikTok. Like, uh, 4,000 followers. Yes. <laughs> so you can probably have influencer status. Yeah, status definitely. As well as, a football player, as well as a netball player. Yeah. yeah. Not me. <laughs> well, a midfield bull is probably the best way to describe your playing style. Consistency is also a strength. So is there anyone you aspire to be like on the field? Um, Probably like... Uh, like WA girl Kiara Bowers yeah. um, in the midfield, like she's just. I think one of her tackles counts was like yeah. eighteen in the game. It's like fifteen, twenty. <laughs> no, game, no, like. literally. And I guess that's something kind of I. I want to rate myself off as that like repetitive effort and kind of just hunting my own bowl. Um, but yeah, left footer as well. I feel like that's a bit of a separation point. Yeah, I actually used to be right footer. Okay. Um, growing up, watching my brother, he was left footer, so I was like, change. I decide to change. But I'm right handed, so it makes my ball drop a little bit difficult. Yeah. But Ooh. nah. We're getting onto it, so yeah, it's good. Yeah, that would suck actually. Yeah, yeah, actually, I could never I'm imagine like the my ball drop being in my right hand because I'm a left footer as well. I could never no, imagine that. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, like many others, you had to balance school with footy as well as Bunnings uh, and sitting behind goals at AFL games for work, which is a pretty good job. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, it was a good job. How'd you juggle it all this year? Yeah, I guess I chose not to go down the ATAR pathway this year and I'm still going to go to uni next year, but this year I kind of just wanted to focus on footy and give it my best shot, but still enjoy year 12. Um, I found last year I didn't really balance things enough. Um, I was kind of just so footy consumed that I didn't really make time for my friends or family, so that's definitely something that this year I've kind of just tried to focus on. But, yeah, I feel like I've balanced it pretty well towards the back end of the year. Yeah, for sure. Well, you mentioned before that you down at training on Saturday morning. So training is obviously back at Swans. Is the aim to not be there next year? Because you've nominated for the for the national pool, which I'm a fan of. So how have the chats been with clubs both in and out of WA? Yeah, I have, obviously after nominating national, I have spoken to a few clubs, which has been pretty cool. All clubs are different, you know, some mm. care more about your footy and some care more about your character. So yeah, it's been a good experience. Um, but yeah, just want to see how things go and if it weren't to be the case, just play a good year at Waffle W next year. That's why I probably I'm in my third or fourth week of Swans training. Yeah. So yeah, just keep going until I know what's gonna happen. What's the weirdest question you've been asked by a recruiter? Uh rate you and like the WA girls in order. I find that's a bit of a like question so that I'm just like foot, footy ability, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. But like Where'd you, where'd you put yourself? Well, that's the thing. Like, do you, you, don't, you don't want to put yourself <laughs> yeah, you one, but then you don't like want to put yourself like last because then yeah. it's like you don't believe in yourself, kind of thing. So I'm just like somewhere in the middle is good <laughs> enough. Yeah, that, that that would be a tough one because then you could look really cocky or you could be making yourself look really shit. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> well, I remember. Uh, yeah, 
Caitlin was saying how um one club said they at first question they asked her was do you drink or something like that. Like really? Yeah. So it's do you have a criminal record? <laughs> yeah, that was that was another thing. So yeah. All right. Well, we'll move on to the Q and A's. Of course, thanks to Skinbro and Hatlocker at Brian Ethan. Um, start off with Brendan underscore V. What advice would you give to young girls struggling with the pressures of footy and life? Um, that's actually a good, good one. I'd say probably just enjoy it. Like, obviously, Brendan was a massive role model for me this year down at Swanee's. Um, he was a bit of kind of like a therapist to me. I would always reach out to him and, you know, ask for advice. But, yeah, I think it's just enjoy it. Like, when you, when you stop loving the game, then, you know, there's no point in playing. And I mm. found that kind of was... When you start going to training and it's like a chore, then there's no point doing it. So, yeah, just don't lose sight of your dream, I guess. Caitlin Sirhoy has come through. It says not a question, but rather a statement, but it is a question. <laughs> uh, it says, are Georgie and I your favourites? I guess they are. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of time with them this year, which sometimes good, sometimes bad, having to deal with <laughs> the two loudest um, laughers on the plane. Yeah, got a lot of looks, but yeah, no, they're great people. Uh, Georgia Cleaver. Oh, of course. <laughs> if you could be drafted to the same club with one other player, who would it be? Oh, obviously to you, Georgie. Like, <laughs> she was literally talking about it yesterday. She's like, please, please get drafted to the same <laughs> club as me. Like, I'm well, gonna, there's only I'm two, miss you. so... Yeah, she's gone local, so... Yeah, exactly. We'll it's see, we'll see. Uh, SCS Sports Performance. What's the biggest setback you've had and how did you overcome it? Yeah, I guess we spoke about it a bit earlier, but my leg injury, it was kind of something that... I never really experienced and it did affect my mental health quite a bit because I was kind of just saying like I'm never going to get back to where I was because you know my overall fitness and you know mentality and motivation dropped a lot but I think just surrounding yourself with really good people and you know not losing sight of what you want to do. Evie underscore Jeffries, how do you find motivation to keep going with your fitness? Now this is actually a good question because all you girls, I remember talking to Caitlin and Georgie, they've pretty much not had a break for like 12 months. Yeah. They've kept going and I'm assuming you'd be in the same boat. I feel like, to be honest, it pretty much doesn't stop. You know, like when you're in the off-season, you're still doing something to stay active and then when the pre-season starts, you're going just as hard and then, you know, the season goes for, you know, however long and I feel like you don't actually get a break, but it's what we want to do and at the end of the day, you find what works for you. For me, I'm a swimmer, so that's something that, you know, I could do six or seven times a week and not get sick of it because it's just a good outlet to footy and, you know. So, yeah, just finding what works for you, I guess. Yeah. Rottnest swims. Honestly, I reckon me and Georgie, we're going to do it next year. So The, the channel swim. Yeah. Jeez, whiz. Just you two or are you going to find... Oh, to are you going to do it together just, or like yeah, just you two no, in a team? Probably in a team, yeah. Yeah. Just with two of you. That'd, yeah. that'd be a big effort. To be honest, I, have, I obviously haven't thought about how much it's actually going <laughs> to be, but like... What just, is it? No, I think it's like 19k. <laughs> Yeah, 19k. So that's so like 8k's each. Yeah. Eight and a half k's each. She'll be right. That She'll be right. That'll be difficult. With what, with what you said, though, about um, like not stopping, I guess when the draft is like late December, that is like typically when a preseason is. So it's Literally. like kind of, I don't want to say you don't have any Well, the choice, thing is, you guys had the like combine as yeah. well. With yeah. Like the state championships were after the yeah. W season. So you got to stay fit for that. Then you got the combine. I think oh, we got so one week break and then we ended up going into like an eight week training program for the combine and it was kind of just like, yeah, this is full on. But it was, you know, we're training for what we want and yeah. I guess obviously the draft is on Monday, but I'm still continuing to train with Swans because I just want to, yeah. you know, keep going and you never know what's going to happen. So yeah, if yeah. it doesn't work out, then you're still Yeah, fit then I'm and ready fit and ready. Girls, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, there's one here from Bushy. 
15. Is this Jordan? Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Any ideas on how the AFL could improve the scoring in an AFLW? It's probably a question for the more higher-ups. Yeah, I don't think I have that um, credential. Credentials, credentials yeah. that's the word. Well, you, um, can start, you can start off with playing 20 minutes time on. Yeah, to me, I feel like maybe if the quarters were a little bit longer, I think, what are they right now? Like 18, 18 with some time on. Yeah, and then maybe like 20 minutes at least. And yeah. then I think just, you know, get the ball forward, like... Uh, that was my school footy coach. That's all he said to me. Like, just get the ball forward and kick I think it forward. just <laughs> kick it forward. Don't go backwards. Yeah. Not, too much, not too much handballing. Yeah. Mm. I th- oh, but to be honest, I, I think my stats are like 16 handballs, three kicks. So <laughs> don't say that to me. All right. We'll speaking move on. of stats. Oh, yeah, speaking of stats, the skin bro quiz. And we'll have a look at the leaderboard. Now, you'll probably be a bit of a fan of this. Two Swan District boys sitting up the top. Rolly Hardman, Luke Kelly. Of course. They both got 12. Uh, and then looking at your two besties, <laughs> they haven't done so well. I've just lost. Oh, no, Caitlin got, got 10, 10, which is about par. Georgie got nine. So Yeah, I don't know if I'll get that high, to be honest. Really? Well, Joe Fonte's down the bottom on five. Oh, he still might beat me. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. All right, well, you've been listening. Oh, we know you've listened to Georgie's. Caitlin's isn't out yet yep. at the time of recording. But the first question, and as always, what is your height on the Waffle website? 176. Not too sure if that's correct, though. Oh, well, it is correct. correct. So one from one, it's a good start. Yeah. It's a good start. Number two, you had 11 inside 50s in the Waffle W this year, with five of these coming against one team alone. Wait, who was the team? Oh, West Perth. Correct. Yes. What was your thought process there? I think that was a game where we pretty much... Had a lot of inside 50s. Um, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you probably played them the most out of any club. Cause yeah. Because five times against one side is a lot of a lot of games yeah. in one season. Yeah. Question number three. And we are two from two, so you're absolutely flying Stop at the moment. It. Have you given away – you will you like this. Have you given away or received more free kicks in your Waffle W career? Given away, for sure. Correct. I wouldn't say twenty one. Sure. Twenty one to twenty four. Oh, so okay. Not, oh, not to be honest, I just thought like I'm a bit of like a a late contactor or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely think that would be the case. Three from three. 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 Oh, s- Joe's in danger. <laughs> Joe is in danger. Yeah. Number four. True or false? You didn't have less than fifteen disposals in a waffle W game this year. True or false? False. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Only twice though. Below oh. 15. Four from That's four. That is good. Question <laughs> I reckon Hearts could be in trouble here. Yeah, Luke <laughs> Kelly. No, I don't want to go too early, but it's a good start. Yeah, touch wood. Question number five. How many players were in the under-18 squad last year that were also in it again this year? Oh. This is probably as tough as the questions get. Like eight? Yeah, including <laughs> you. Are you serious? That's yep. correct. That's it. That was such like a... That was such, such a like fluky... A, the way you said it, you were like, oh, like eight. Like it was so... Usually like people sit there and go... No, oh, I just... I didn't want to, yeah. you know, count. I was like, just make it up. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, you've already equaled... <laughs> five from five. Yeah. Already equaled Joe and you still got four questions with a oh, wow. five-pointer up for grabs as well. Question number six. Name one player drafted out of Upper Swan. Uh, Sam Taylor. Yeah, correct. He is on. 
He wouldn't have been my first guest though. Stephen Keneally. Yeah, I was about. To, oh, that was. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Broad. Yeah, was another one. Yep. Six from six. six, from this six. Is wow. <laughs> Number seven. Have you had more goals or hit outs in your Waffle W career? Goals. Correct. Correct. Definitely not. Three hit goals outs. and two hit outs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bit of a backup ruck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How many times have you played in the ruck? Like, oh, it's just whenever the umpire's like bowling the ball up. There's the so ruck was like, not there. You I just guess I do it. <laughs> I don't get off the ground. I just push the line out the way. <laughs> Question number eight. Seven. Oh, seven. No, we just did seven. Yeah, I was saying we're seven. <laughs> yeah, but we are seven from seven. Question number eight. Who was the only team you didn't take a mark against in the in Waffle W this year? Peel. Subiaco. Oh. One wrong. One wrong. We're still seven from eight. That's pretty decent with two questions left. Question number nine. How many points did the Allies score against you in your 77-point win in the Champs? So how many points did they score? You won by 77. Like 11. Incorrect. I just made that up. Three points. They didn't score a goal. <laughs> oh, I actually broke my nose that game, so I was, <laughs> I was not Potentially in concussed. <laughs> Definitely yeah. concussed. <laughs> All right, well, we're still on seven. seven. Nine. We are having a bit of a downfall and here. I think, <laughs> I think Riley Hardman and the likes of Luke Kelly are just breathing a sigh of relief because at worst, yeah. they can't be beaten. Yep. They can get equaled. Yep, that is correct. All right, question number 10. Potentially five points up for grabs here, including Rogers Cup and Waffle W. How many games have you played in in your entire career? 36. 40. Really? Yeah. So that would be points. three points. Two. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, three. Yeah. Five, yes. Sorry. Wow. So 10. Mm. Getting ten close to 50 bad. games. Yeah. Wow. And if you get drafted to West Coast or Freo, you could mm. potentially get another three or whatever it is that you AFLW listed players yeah. are allowed to play. Yeah, smash so them out. Could get there in two years, two or three years, which was disappointing because you should be able to get that in, his, <laughs> in a season. <laughs> no, literally. Ethan's adding you to the list. Ten, you've Ten. E- equaled Caitlin, but you've beaten Georgie. Oh, wow. But that is a pass score, so you take that. Definitely take that. A lot that. of people have got 10. Some have got 11, and then there's four sitting up on 12. So Yeah, right. I reckon that that's probably the leaderboard for the year. I'd say so, yes. So we're going to have to say a big congratulations to Riley Harbin, Luke Kelly, Riley DeZisto and Ashton Ferreira. Four-way tie. For all getting 12. It's a four-way tie. And they win the unofficial Greg Clark medal. <laughs> it's a four-way tie. Riley Expect definitely it. wakes up and looks at his stats every oh, day. Yeah. Expect he it in he the mailbox. He definitely revised it. Yeah. yeah. Expect it in the, yeah. in the mailbox. We <laughs> have to send one to Melbourne for... <laughs> North Melbourne yeah. for yeah. Riley. We'll send it to Alistair Clarkson's house yeah. and he can present it in front of the North It'd Melbourne player. a better moment than getting drafted and a better <laughs> moment than if he makes his debut. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's four-way tie. We said we were going to do a tiebreaker, but obviously Could Riley's over. Could be on the card somewhere. We might have to get Riley on the, on the phone. <laughs> on and the Zoom call. And the other three in here. Just don't <laughs> open any other tabs when he's on his laptop yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That could be risky. Um, but yeah, 10, you take that. So... 
Bray and Ethan 20 for 20% off at uh, both skimbro.com and hatlocker.com.au. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, you can, of course, head to YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, you can head to your audio platform. Subscribe, like. Five-star rating would be nice. Nice Christmas present it would be. Yep. Not planning on a super long break, though. So, Merry, we, you said Merry Christmas. I'll say it again. Mm. It's the festive season. And, uh, yeah, 2024. We'll be back in mid-Jan for sure. Yep. To start off a big 2024. It's crazy that we're already there. Mm. Yeah. And what do we... That's a good question, actually. I'm going to have a look. What the, what the date I'm is. I'm going to say... Well, I reckon we've roughly done 30, maybe, to 40 episodes. Somewhere around there. I think because we're in the, the mid-70s. First would have been Kobe Burgill. Ah, Cooter. Cooter. Well, first in person was... Then we had Nick Hobson. Yeah. So that would have been 70s. I think we believe... I think we I reckon we've done... We've done, we've done about 35 eps in the year. We've had to miss a couple of weeks as well, but it's been a great year. Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas to you, Jamie, and thanks for jumping on, and good luck on Monday. Oh, thanks for having me. Merry Christmas, everyone.